Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. The Man That Can Project podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. I want to share some relationship advice that has allowed me to have a loving, successful, and exciting relationship for over the past eight years. Now, while I could share a lot of things that I believe have helped me, I'm going to share the three main ones that I believe are important and often overlooked. First one being, the work you do before or during your relationship is extremely important. Secondly, how to manage your expectations up front, so thinking about what's important in the relationship and a few other things. And thirdly, conflict resolution and Honest communication, such a powerful thing that is often overlooked and avoided purely because we don't know how to deal and resolve with uh, resolve conflict. So making sure you spend some time there. Now, like I said, you may have things that you believe work well in your relationship and I'm sure they're all valid as I've got a whole list of uh, things as well. But these are some common things that I believe will help majority of blokes that I've spoken with over the last couple of weeks uh, who are going through relationship challenges. So I want to give you guys something a little bit different, something that the work itself is a little bit harder and makes you learn a lot about yourself from communication to understanding how you manage your emotions, okay? So we're going to start there, but let's dive in with the first step or the first point, sorry. So the work that you do before or during a relationship is extremely important and this will go towards you if you know, if you're not in a relationship right now, the work you're doing right now matters and for those who are in a relationship, the work you're doing right now also matters, Okay, so you need to think about a few things when you're thinking about what the work I specifically mean is. Being comfortable in who you are, who you are, will help you set boundaries, will help you establish expectations within a relationship, all of which are highly important. Hands up, I can't see your hands. Ask yourself this, have you ever been in a relationship where you constantly get frustrated, you may build up resentment and you don't know why? Chances are you have boundaries that you aren't even aware of that your partner is crossing, right? You may have expectations that you've set that once again, your partner is not living up to. And if you aren't communicating, well, firstly, if you aren't aware of this or if you aren't communicating it, you're going to be constantly frustrated. So you need to think about what that is. So that's why the work that you're putting in before or during a relationship is highly important because love is not enough. 
right? There are plenty of loving relationships apparently that are full of toxic behaviors where people belittle each other and they, um, you know, narcissistic behaviors. So if you want to have a thriving relationship and a really loving, caring, passionate relationship, you need, 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 need to understand that you need to work on who you are as an individual and also who you are going to be within the relationship. So understanding your roles, understanding uh, the expectations and also being mindful that this will and should definitely change throughout the, I guess, the years of your relationship, okay? So think about it like this. When you first started dating your partner or if you're not in a relationship, a previous partner, what first drew you to that person? I'm going to have a guess that Nine times out of 10, it's how they looked. Because often we don't know, we haven't established trust with a person. We, haven't, we don't understand how they think, act, and behave, unless obviously you're following them on social media. But even then, you're only seeing the highlights majority of the time. More often than not, it's how they look. So one expectation that people subconsciously have within a relationship is an expectation for how people look how people groom themselves, how people, the self-care. And it works on both sides of the fence. So think about it like this. If you're fit and healthy when you meet your partner and in five years' time you've let yourself go, you've fucking really poor hygiene and you're a bit of a lazy slob, well, that's not what your partner fucking got into the relationship for. So if you're not feeling desirable, if you're not getting the intimacy that you want, it's no fucking wonder. This is where the work has to happen, right? It, it continues to, to be a, an apparent is that if you want to keep the passion, as I said earlier, in your relationship, what are the expectations? And often, you know, this will lead us to point three around conflict resolution and having on, honest conversations. You're not saying things like that, oh, you've let yourself go, you're a bit of a slob, to be a prick. Or your partner's not saying that to make you feel poorly. It's just an expectation maybe or if you haven't established it, you probably should have these conversations. And often the best thing about being in a long-term relationship is you start to look past just looks. It's not as superficial. There is trust. There is con- uh, connection. There is experience. There is true understanding and love, okay, which makes someone even more attractive. However, you need to be mindful of what expectations because if you can't get sexually aroused because of um, your partner's letting themselves go or, you've let, or if they can't get sexually aroused because you've let yourself go, then the question you need to ask yourself is, do you want to put the work in to go back to that? Is that important for you for your relationship? And I would say, yes, it is because a, an intimate relationship requires attraction. It's a huge part. So start thinking about the expectations. Start and this, I was sort of jumped the gun there with uh, managing your expectations up front. But going back to um, the work that you need to do before being in a relationship or while being in a relationship is you shouldn't be in one for constant validation, right? So you need to ask yourself, how is my relationship with myself? Do I value myself? Do I believe I'm worthy? Do I love myself? Because if there's insecurity, which is common, if there is resentment buildup, if there is anger, Right? You will project that into your relationship and often that can become a negative experience for the relationship. So if that's stuff that you're dealing with, you need to sort of start diving deep 
on that. You need to understand why is it that I'm feeling jealous? Let me let me clear this because I am doing a podcast on jealousy next week, but Jealousy in small doses can be a good thing. There is healthy jealousy. It can remind you of why your partner is important to you, what you love about them, and what potentially what you're taking for granted. However, there can be toxic je- jealousy, right, which leads to all kinds of crazy stuff, which you'll hear about in next week's podcast. So when we're thinking about those, those experiences or the resentment, anger, jealous, shame, guilt, embarrassment, all of that sort of stuff, Start asking yourself, why am I experiencing this? Why am I feeling this? Is it coming from a a place of you're not getting validated, your expectations aren't being met or your boundaries have been crossed? Or is it coming from the fact that you're not feeling worthy? Is it from your own uh, insecurities? Because when you start delivering answers, you can start moving forward. What has to happen for me to feel worthy? I need to stop giving away my power to other people. How other people treat me does not... um, determine how I treat myself, things like that, okay? Secondly, on that, you need to start thinking about, do you have a path? Have you created direction and certainty in your life? Going back to who you are as an individual, what do you want from your life? There is nothing more attractive than certainty. And I personally am so certain on where I want to go, and my wife is extremely certain on where we want to go. And we have conversations about it often, you know, I... I've sort of started stepping into the role of being a supportive partner, right? And one of the things that's extremely important to me is I don't want to compromise my own career ambitions and, and pursuing my purpose in the process. And because we've had those conversations, while it's been a little challenging to work out how this is going to, uh, we're going to establish our, our roles, I guess, moving forward, because we're having the open con- uh, conversation, we can, you know, continue that pathway moving forward. So think about that there with your uh, you're having direction and path. What do you want from your life? Because if you're getting in a relationship or you maybe even are in a relationship with someone who has completely different direction, you're either going to have to completely sacrifice what you want and which may lead to resentment. You may have to compromise and work something out that's fair for both of both parties or you may have to split up. Right? That's what it boils down to. If you're not having those conversations, though, you may end up unhappy, resentful, insecure, and you, know, you may also be extremely dependent on that person because you've given all of your power to them. And as I was saying before as well, like love is not enough. You need to put the work in. It never stops. It never, ever stops. So point one was that the work you do now and during a relationship is extremely fucking important. Number two. Manage your expectations up front. So what is important in the relationship? Is stability important to you? Is honest communication important to you? Is adventure important to you? Is sex important to you? What is important to you? Is is living a healthy lifestyle important to you? Now, some things that are important to Amy and myself is obviously I am extremely passionate about challenging myself physically, whereas Amy um, has different goals and aspirations with why she exercises. It's for her to stay healthy and to be able to perform and just feel good. So we've got different expectations around that. And I guess as I've gotten older and as our life has become, I guess, more entwined with our goals and uh, buying a house together and doing all this sort of stuff, we've had to check in because I no longer, I guess, can spend as much time training throughout the day as I would love to. 
okay? But because we've had the conversation, Amy's been able to pull me up on that and go, look, you you can't just live in the gym because you're, you're dropping the ball in this area, this area, and this area, and that's important to me that that gets done. It's important to our relationship that that gets done. So I had to compromise on that, and that's something that I'm completely fine compromising on because why do I need to exercise that much? I'd rather move our relationship forward. I'd rather uh, let Amy know that she's valued and respected and things like that. So it's important to have those um, conversations and really manage those expectations along with going from the example that I was saying before is I want to, you know, I came into the relationship as someone who was very, uh, I would love to make Amy feel special. I love to make her feel valued and heard. So just because We've uh, spent a lot of, you know, eight plus years together. I don't want that to ever drop. So an expectation I have in myself is to make sure that I don't take those things for granted. And I guess that's where jealousy to a degree can come in and, and be beneficial, right? It makes me not take things for granted. But it's an expectation that I have for myself because why would Amy want to stay with me if I, you know, start treating, treating her like a friend or if I became really lazy, left my clothes around the house, didn't ever do any chores or didn't make her feel valued and loved. It wouldn't be uh, uh, making her feel great. So that's just never going to lead to a healthy relationship. So make sure you, I guess, spend some time understanding what your roles are in the relationship right now. And as you continue to grow and evolve individually, both, I guess, personally and professionally, you continue to check in on that. What's going on in your life? How can I best help you? What do you need help with? Uh, is there anything that you feel I can improve on to improve our relationship or our lives together? Like, There's so many questions that you can ask and it's important to have those conversations together. And I guess uh, as well, this will sort of tie into conflict resolution and honest communication uh, in a moment as well. So with that conflict resolution and the honest communication, we need to think about this. How well do you respond to conflict? Many people avoid it. For we don't like having screaming matches, we don't like being stood over the top of, or maybe you don't like how you, you manage your emotions. But two things happen with conflict, and I do believe it's necessary, but we need to be in the driver's seat of it. It either pushes you apart or you grow stronger. Now, conflict resolution comes up when there's things not going well in a relationship, right? And at any point, no relationship is ever perfect. There is going to be conflict. And the less you talk about it, generally the more conflict there will be because people don't have the open and honest communication gateways. We, If you can't resolve conflict, it often gets pushed to the side and it just festers and comes back even stronger. So things that you need to learn, things that have helped me is negotiation. And I know people go, oh, you're negotiating in a relationship? That's ridiculous. No, it's fucking important. You need to learn to negotiate because it helps you listen. It helps you understand a person's point of view. It also provides you with a skill set to be able to help your partner understand your point of view. Now, depending on where you're wanting to go, you can start to compromise You can start to make each other feel valued, feel heard, which is extremely important in a healthy relationship. Do you have the ability to address the issues and sort them out? Because if you don't feel like you're in the relationship that does that, then this might be where individually you need to break away. I'm not saying break up, but break away and work on that. Can you tolerate feedback? 
Do you like being told, hey, you, you've been a bit clingy and, and jealous lately? I'm, you know, the, the text messages are coming through thick and fast. You need to work on that. And, or can you sit down and go, okay, I understand that. Why do I feel I am messaging too much? Why do I feel like I'm smothering my partner? Can you say, hey, to your partner, can you address it? Like, I've been feeling very jealous when you do X, Y, Z. I would love to talk about that. What are you doing to address these things? And obviously, you've got to take into account whether your partner responds and allows or facilitates a space for the conversation or do they react? Do they feel attacked? And once again, my belief is this. I always give myself a timeline thing with things, with tolerance. I'll tolerate this for three weeks or whatever. You know, I'm giving you an example. And if it doesn't get solved within that timeline, you've got some decisions to make. Do we need to have a uh, more abrupt conversation saying, look, I don't feel I can communicate to you. Please tell me how I can communicate more effectively in a way where you feel valued and heard, but I can also express to you what I need to get across to you to improve our quality of relationship. Do you feel you have the ability to do that? So that is an extremely important thing within our relationship that I believe has made it great because we do communicate honestly. And one of the things that attracted myself to Amy in the beginning was how well she communicated and how honestly she communicated. Whereas at the beginning, I used to beat around the bush because one, I didn't like conflict. Two, I was really confused around who I was as an individual and what I wanted from my life. And I obviously had a lot of toxic traits that I wanted to improve upon. So then when I created standards around how I wanted to show up as a man, I decided this is what I believe will allow me to get the life that I want, but also be the man that I want to be and also be the partner that I want to be. And I've just maintained those standards over time. That's really some core and fundamental things that you can be in control of today to help you improve your relationships because there's so many things like date nights and all that. And that's that's perfect. That's beautiful. But I think we need to start with the introspective, introspective work where you go deep on yourself because Emotions drive a lot of our decisions. Many people out there cannot manage their emotions, cannot regulate their emotions, and they wonder why they're constantly in a state of depression or anxiety or insecurity or angst or frustration or resentment within the relationship. You've got to work on that shit. You've got to start asking yourself questions. You've got to start answering those questions. So to conclude, relationships take work. They take a fucking lot of work. And the longer you're in a relationship, the easier it is to become complacent. The easier it is to go, I've heard it all before. I already know my partner. We've been together for 10 years. They're growing. You're growing. Treat every day like you're getting to know them for the first time. Yes, there'll be habits. There'll be patterns. But you need to keep your finger on the pulse. You need to show up. You need to make them feel valued and heard. And you need to make yourself feel valued, heard, and respected. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you got value from it, let me know. Share it on social medias with, um, with your followers and your friends and send it to someone who needs, needs a little bit of this in their life. Now, if you haven't taken the time to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it if you do that on whatever platform you're watching this on or listening to. And I want to leave you with one thing. Do something today that will make you better for tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review 
the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.